Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mean O-Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra, Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. I saw, you know, like a travel group talking about an upcoming trip, Brazil, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Like it was, this was not planned out. Like I quit was not planned out. The trip to Brazil, I knew I wanted to do something, maybe go to the park or maybe just around the neighborhood or just to relax. But like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today's guest is Natasha Edwards, owner of Thick Leave-In. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Your reviews and ratings mean so much. All right, everyone. Natasha started Thick Leave-In after seeing a need in the Black community for a very specific type of hair product, a product that melanated kings and queens could identify with based on the formula. After working in the medical ophthalmology for years, she decided to push through the 22 pandemic and make and build a new community inclusive of everyone and global in nature. Natasha, welcome to Business of the Beat. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Well, it's funny because I was at Sir John's house and you know, he's just phenomenal and amazing. And you never leave his house without like goodies and gifts because he's the master of hospitality, but also he has a lot. And so he said, oh my gosh, do you know Thick Leaven? And he pulls out your jar and he's like, you have got to try this. And that was my first, like, that was my first knowledge of the brand. Hey, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to know her. So I'm so excited that you're here today. So tell us um, everything. Tell us about you, your journey, um, creating the brands, but really what led you to be the founder of Thick Leave-In? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. And of course, thank you for having me here. I'm just so excited to share. I think this is the first time that I've really dived deep to share the full story. And I'm happy because um, I feel like this is a safe space. And, you know, everything that you're doing, Kendra, is absolutely amazing. So again, thank you for the platform. Thick Leave-In, um, my baby. We started uh, October 2020. That is when Thick Leave-In launched. So, so exciting. Um, but prior to launching, I was actually working in medical ophthalmology. So I'm actually a surgical ophthalmic technician. 
that is my background. So, you know, assisting the surgeons with retinal scan, um, assisting with, you know, cataract lens measurements, passing the, the instruments to the surgeon during surgery, like you name it. That is what I did for a few years. And it's not that I left because I didn't enjoy what I was doing. I left because there was a call for community. There was just something within me brewing stating that what you're doing is great and you are working within the community in a sense, but you need to dive deeper and you need to serve the community on a deeper basis. Um, so I actually quit in 2019, a few months before the pandemic, listened to that inner you know, guide universe was just speaking to me and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but knew I wanted to do something in community, but wanted to take that time to just woosa and break. So I went to Brazil. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, went to Brazil. Absolutely beautiful. It was just like a, a beautiful trip and um, to really, you know, sit with self and build with others that were there and kind of network. It was just an amazing opportunity. And then when I came back, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business and it's going to be centered around community, but it's going to be an actual product that's tangible because it was very important for me to dive into something that I was passionate about, more so hair and product that's very concentrated and thick and great for curlies, but great for wavies and straight uh, hair textures as well. Um, and then the pandemic hit in March, but I was already working with chemists and you know building out the product. And then we launched in 2020 and just haven't looked back since. Wow. Congratulations. I mean, you are a true testament of listening to your gut and intuition, right? Because we always, we, we have it, but we have to be able to unlock it. And if we wait too long, our, my bishop um, a few Sundays ago was talking about when you get that, if you wait too long, it starts to get quieter and quieter and quieter until it's gone. And it's not to say that you can never get it back, but I just so admire your courage to say, I'm going to leave. And what was that like for you? You know, I mean, you're in you're in a medical field um, and then you say, OK, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then you leave and you go to Brazil. What was that transition like and that moment in between when you felt it and when you said, I'm out? Um, the moment just felt right deep within and I had to listen to that call. So prior to, I really just, I quit, essentially. I walked in, I had a pair of shoes that was just there, you know, on the stand, and I made sure to pick up my, my belongings, and I just quietly left. My goal is to give always, you know, two weeks. I'm, I'm very um, good that way, but it just, that's how it happened. And when I left, I felt at peace. I felt at peace. And the interesting thing is, Kendra, is while I was there, while I was in the field, I absolutely love the field. You know, some people quit because they just don't love what they're doing or they feel like they're just on this grind. You know, I was just, I was loving what I was doing. I was loving seeing patients and loving, you know, interacting with the surgeons. But it was just that time. It was more so a personal decision for me. So how that felt was really a sense of peace when I left because I was at peace with my decision. And then going to Brazil just really put me in a good space to think of creative ways that I could really launch and really help others. And also when you're, you know, you're in Brazil or if you're in a third world country, a lot of things are being placed into, you know, perspective for your own life, like where you're at and how lucky you are and how you're able to service the community. 
Um, so that was really helpful as well, for sure. You know, you talk about this notion of peace, right? And finding peace and finding center and the connectivity of, and I like it. it you're, you were like, I would usually give two weeks, right? Which is standard, but in things that aren't standard and things that are rooted in faith and intuition, sometimes you do just have to grab your shoes and, and leave and have this moment of peace come over you. And when you think about Brazil, um, I've been to Brazil too, and it is, it's, it, it, you have to live in gratitude every day, but whenever you get there and you see the difference, you're really in a state of gratitude. So why Brazil? Like when you said, I'm, I'm leaving, what was the calling to go to Brazil? And what were you hoping to gain from Brazil versus like Costa Rica or, you know, the Caribbean? Like what drew you there and what inspired you? My phone, funny enough, I quit. <laughs> I, I quit and I came home. I was on the couch and I was just kind of scrolling through. Like this is very like you know, kismet, like the universe just talking to me, showing me things, just putting it in front of my face. I saw, you know, like a travel group talking about an upcoming trip, Brazil and community. We're going to learn about history and food. And I just kept diving deeper and looking, went on their site. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go. Like it was, it was literally, <laughs> I have no other way. It wasn't, this was not planned out. Like I quit was not planned out. The trip to Brazil I knew I wanted to do something, maybe go to the park or maybe just around the neighborhood or just to relax. But like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so um, I was, yeah, that, that, that was the moment. <laughs> I just thought of my phone literally. <laughs> wow. I, I love that. And your ability to do it. I mean, I think it, it takes so much courage and bravery to kind of, you said, I was either going to go to the park or I'm just going to go to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> and what was, because you talk about being there and kind of having that time to think through the brand and what was important to you. And when you think about like the three key takeaways that that whole experience, you know, the impact that it had on you, like what were just three gems that you're like, if I think about, I had an intuition, I quit my job, I go to Brazil. What were the three grounding things that came from that that have kind of reshaped the way that you look at the future in your company? Oh, absolutely. Number one, I would say the importance of community building. That's like number one for me, community building. And number two is being grateful, being grateful for every moment, every opportunity, every interaction. And number three is just the importance of service right? How can you use your gems and gifts to service others? And especially focusing on a local level and then expanding outside of that to see how it can become bigger and grow and flourish, but always, you know, focusing kind of locally first. Those are my three takeaways. And I did actually end up going paragliding over the favelas. Beautiful experience. You just feel like you're flying. You feel light as a feather. And that moment was just like that conversation and that inner conversation I had with God was beyond belief. You know, you're flying over the favelas and you're feeling so grateful and you're looking at, you're mirroring like where you're not, where you could possibly have been and how you can really be the catalyst for change and to continue to build and help others that may be in situations that are beyond their control. Like that moment for me was 
just, I'll never forget it. It is a beautiful feeling, but it was, it's very hard at the same time. Right. Wow. Situations beyond your control. And to your point, the feeling of not just being in gratitude, but thinking about everything around you and being of service, right? Because there's so many things that we can't control in life, even if we think that we have all of the control. And it's about how do you move forward in those moments? How do you live in a state of gratefulness and grace, even when it's not what you would expect or it's beyond, you know, what you can control. And I, and I do, I'm so happy that you said this, like you were in a job that you liked, you liked your patients. So it wasn't this horrible experience and you had to get out and find a way out and you couldn't go to work every day. It was, and I think that that's why the story is so forgiving in terms of I'm leaving, I'm doing this because it is such a, um, it's just so beautiful in the way that you tell it. And so you're, you're, you're paragliding, you're having this great experience with God and self, and then you come back. <laughs> what was it like to then come back and say, I'm starting this, I have to move forward. And the grind that is completely different whenever you're having this kind of outer body life-changing experience. <laughs> you really just have to decide, okay, am I going to do this or am I going to go back? And one thing with me is I, I don't go back. I push, for, <laughs> I, I push forward, but you always have to try to find ways to lean on not only yourself, but your family, your friends, your support system, which I, I have a great support system, um, you know, to continue to push you through and encourage you to obviously not, you know, give up and to, to push through with what you had started with. So coming back from Brazil, I was very, very much so inspired. I didn't have a moment of, okay, just complete burnout or feeling uninspired three or six months in. Like I was just, I was just ready. It's like, almost like I've just yeah. been ready. I just stayed ready and I've been ready for the moment. And I was happy. So, so happy. So I just had a goal. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a product shameless plug. <laughs> I'm going to create yes, a product. Please. I drew a jar. I drew a jar of what I wanted this product to look like. First, it was square. I thought it was going to be a bit longer. Like I just, you know, drew logos. It was just all about drawing, going to the drawing board and visually seeing what I wanted and then writing down what I wanted to see in the next year or two. And then taking a look back and saying, okay, well, what do I have to do in order to make that happen? And that list is very long, right? It's okay. So you would like a logo. You need to reach out to someone to make sure that they can create what it is that you want. I did create the logo, but just obviously someone to put it in your vector format and all that. And then it's the jar. You've got to go to the warehouse to find the jar. Like there's just a long list of things that you need to do. But you know, Kendra, what was nice was to cross off everything one at a time, even though that list was long, Yes, just crossing it off and, and knowing that you started with an idea, you started with a list that's very long. And as you're crossing it off, you get closer to the finish line. And it is this notion, um, crossing everything off. And I like how you said one at a time, because I think that that's the key thing. We have these grand visions and dreams and hopes and we try and do it all, right? But you can't. It does have to be one thing at a time in order to get to the greater vision. And when you think about community, because you, you've, you've been very consistent with them, community, 
is something that you strive for, you're building community. It was one of the things that you brought back. And you also talked about having family and friends to continue to push you forward. So when you think about community, what does that mean to you? Like, what is the true definition of community for you personally and professionally? Yeah. So family to me is, when I say family, I, I put family and friends kind of in that same boat. And mm -hmm. it, it is a little bit separate from my idea of community. I mean, they can always come to things that I'm doing for community, but you know, family and friends I value so dear and that relationship and interpersonal relationship that I have with them is so personal. Um, but when I think community, I think the whole world, we are one blood and I love to create safe spaces for community, for people. When I say that our product is for all hair types, it's for all hair types, which means it's for all people. But I also understand the importance of creating safe spaces for maybe the BIPOC community or, you know, maybe only women. Like, I, I understand that, too. And then I understand the importance of creating an event where every, just everyone, you know, can come. Um, so community to me means the world. And it would be my mission to <laughs> reach out to the, the entire world and, you know, make sure they were able to have a thick leave-in experience and also a wellness experience as well, which we're getting into this year as well. Wow. Oh, I love that. And that it is, it means so many different things. Um, when we think about who makes up our community and who makes up our world and how they all coexist together, right? Because family and friends mean so much and the way that we are of service to them might be different than how we're of service to the community at large, especially as, as one person, because the community is so big. And I love this notion. You're saying you're creating safe spaces for everyone, right? And your brand is for everyone. We've had a lot of Black founders talk about just because I'm a Black founder doesn't mean my products are just for Black people. And I love how you say, like, this is literally for everyone. So let's let's talk about your products because your base ingredient for your conditioner is shea butter and it's sourced from Ghana. So talk about that and your connectivity to Ghana and why that was so important because the base ingredient is everything. Absolutely. It is a thick multi-use hair product. Happy that the shea butter is sourced from Ghana. Um, that was very important to me, obviously working with a chemist. Um, I'm based obviously in Canada. We ship within North America, so Canada, United States. But with the shea butter being based from Ghana, like I've, I've got to, you know, tie in my long, you know, heritage, my, you know, uh, with Africa, <laughs> I've got to tie it in there somehow. I mean, and I know that that's where, you know, the shea butter derives from. So why wouldn't I do that? Um, very important to have that connection. It's just like a no brainer. And I think when people also hear it, they, they just, they just love that. It's like, oh, like you're based in Canada, but like you went, you made sure that this was okay. You know, people, people love that. <laughs> I love it too. I think it's such a nice connectivity. Um, and people don't, don't always recognize, um, kind of the, the connectivity between Africa and Canada. And there's so much synergy there just from a historical perspective. But I love that you've brought that ingredient in. I think that it's such a smart connecting piece. And you also talk about, you know, when we think about the product and multi-use lemongrass hair conditioner, and you talk about it's for your hair, it's for your beards, you know, 
what was that testing process like, especially when you're bringing an ingredient from Ghana, you're now talking about multi-use, like just tell us everything. Cause I'm just fascinated, especially because it is your hero product. Absolutely. Yeah. So being a multi-use product, um, meaning that if you have straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, you're going to find a way to use it. And we made sure to do so because it is a thick product and we wanted it to be thick with the curly person in mind specifically, it is concentrated, meaning you're getting premium product and it's not a watered down product. If you choose to water it down, if you feel that you don't need as much product, that would be your choice. And you'll have a long lasting experience of a product that will you know, last you as opposed to just having to go and get some more in two weeks, although you can always do so if you want. <laughs> like we love refills. Yeah, why not? We love consistent order. Why not? <laughs> but, you know, I'm so happy with the price point because I know that the, the consumer is going to get a premium product that is thick, that is concentrated, and that works well. The spreadability is just amazing. It's great for detangling. So if you just want to use the product, let's say you just need a detangler and that's what you want to use it for and that's why you get it then get it for that reason. If you are someone who likes to do braid outs and twist outs, if you have like, you know, thicker texture, beautiful, thick, lush texture, and you just want to do braid outs and twist outs, it's great for that as well, for that fluffy, long lasting uh, hair appearance. And if you have straight hair, let's like my hair, I blow dried it. I had trimmed it actually the other day. So I usually blow dry it when I uh, get a trim, but like certain areas, you know, I have flyaways and I'll just use a little bit of the product and just use it to tame the flyaways, um, a hair mask. So you can use, use it for a hair mask for 10 minutes and then rinse it out. You'll notice that soft uh, difference in your hair. Just so many different ways. Even prior to blow drying my hair, I leave a little bit of it in because it really helps to protect the hair. There's also wheat and pea protein in it for strengthening. So just so many ways to use. Wow. I love, I love this notion of multi-use because we're all so busy and doing so many things. And especially when you think about the different hair types. So you, you've talked about the benefits, talk about your plans for expansion. You know, you have your, the, the conditioner product, but even though that's multi-use, I can imagine, and you talked about wellness, so what are you what are you planning and what can you share in terms of your product development process, what expansion looks like and how you're dovetailing that into wellness? Absolutely. Um, well, happily, we are actually um, in a New Jersey hair salon. That was like our one of our uh, first places. There's a salon in New Jersey that carries a product. Um, so, you know, they buy in bulk and when they need, they reach out and we send them more. They've just been so great and also promoting the product. Um, we're in Canada and to have, you know, our first kind of salon to um, have our products in the States and actually 80 to 85% of our uh, clientele is in the States. Funny enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're really big on um, also, you know, just videos and visualization and being creative. I really feel like um, our market in the States really gravitates towards that and now that things have opened up um, in terms of obviously pandemic and being able to, you know, lift capacity limits and no masking and things like that, we're just diving deep to our Canadian family to have like in-person wellness events. We've actually had two thus far. Um, and it's been such an exciting experience to really allow everyone who attends, it's a ticketed event, they would get the product and have a wellness 
conversation, meditation, a safe place to talk, and really just dive deep on where they're at in their lives currently and where they hope to go and how we can uh, better assist them with that. It's such an interesting combination. In our um, Brain Trust Founder Studio, we really like to look at beauty and wellness, um, connected and holistic, because it's all connected to internal, external, and self. And so being able to combine the two into an overall kind of mind-body experience is just fascinating. And when you think about, you know, because all of my Canadian friends, you know, were really stuck for so long. And so now, as to your point, the world's opening up, you can leave, you can come back, you're not quarantined for, for two weeks in the hotel. So what kind of plans do you have if 85% of your customers are US-based? Um, is part of your strategy to roll out more of the type of wellness events in the US? Do you have plans to do more salon, which I love the B2B connection in terms of expansion? Absolutely. So definitely more B2B uh, expansion with salons, whomever would like, of course, to have the product within the North, uh, North America. And of course, just expanding wellness events, not only within Canada, but within North America. Or let's say there is um, you know, event happening in the United States and we really want to support and we want to provide product or we want to collaborate on an event, these are all things that we're very much so open to. My, I always say like my, my goal would be like, if I were to close my eyes and visualize, would be like, just like flowers everywhere, you know, Lenny Kravitz and I like hosting a wellness event. Like I, I'm thinking big, so we'll see. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. We always have to think big. We have to pray in abundance. Um, and not limit ourselves because sometimes we can be our biggest um, limiters or <laughs> of, of big vision and goals. And so I love that so that we can manifest with you like flowers and Winnie Kravitz. And, you know, I think that's an amazing vision. <laughs> um, so let's talk about philanthropy because I saw on your website that you're supporting Glow Good Foundation in partnership with hashtag Let Love Roll Foundation, and you're providing healthy smiles. So talk about the connectivity, why that element was important for Dick Levin and for you to support. Absolutely. I think, you know, for those that may come to the website and have never heard of Thick Levin and want to know just in a quick snapshot, like, what are we about and what is our connectivity to community, like let's say someone doesn't sign up for the newsletter, which we you know send out every month, we have like a digital magazine and you get to update. Let's say you don't sign up for that and you just want a quick snapshot of what we're about. We want to show that we do care for community. Um, the reason that we have the Glow Good Foundation on there is like I personally donate to the Glow Good Foundation um, and I just love all the work that they're, they're doing over there, creating uh, healthy smiles. And if someone wants to donate or looking for somewhere to donate, and again, it's a quick snapshot of our website and what we're about, we love to just, you know, promote them. And, and in no way have they asked us to do so. Have we had any, you know, communication or anything like that? Um, it's just somewhere that I personally donate. So, And I think that's what's fun about... Um... I have to say being the founder <laughs> because we get to connect the things that we personally care about with our brand and bring a community along to support. And it's always important, especially when we think about the people that 
are doing so much good, right? And how do we take our brands and how do we create greater impact on the world, right? Alongside of our products, that's clearly changing things. But I loved that. And I loved the ability to personally kind of connect and say like, this is what I'm doing. Um, we support and we'd love for you to support too. I thought that was fantastic. And when we think about this, this notion of growth, because, you know, we have founders who, listen, who are listening and who have reached out and said, I'm going to launch with 22 products. And then we have founders who are like, I'm launching with five and then I'm launching with one and two. So your decision to launch with one product, did you go back and forth on that? Did you leverage your community, your family and friends? How did you, which I'm so impressed with, curate and narrow to launching with such a dynamic first product? Very discerning on the idea, like very much so because it's a multi-use product. And when you really think of the ways that you can use it, like the long list, I, I keep, you know, just listing the things, different hair types, just doesn't matter. You can find so many different ways to use it. We really want to hone in on the fact that you can use it so many different ways. Like this is not a product where you just pick it up and I can only use it for this. And then I have to use another product for that. Like, no, if you want to just do a detangle on a Wednesday, but then you want to do a twist on a Sunday, like you're grabbing the same product and you're getting a premium product at a premium price, but it's really worth it because you're doing something different on a Wednesday and a Sunday and maybe a Monday. Like I can list so many different things that you're able to do with it. So for that reason, I was just very uh, adamant on launching the one product, standing behind it, didn't ask. I've had a few people say, are you going to no? <laughs> very, very, very <laughs> confident in what it can do and really, you know, take the time to educate people on what it can do. Because sometimes those same people do ask, wait a minute, so how can you, like, they ask the question, but then, then they want me to list the things and then they say, oh, okay, I get it now, right? So it shows us that more, more education needs to, you know, be out there and we need to continue to push uh, all the different ways that it can be used so people are aware. Well, it is, it's so helpful because anything that saves us time and gives us moisture and softness and really coats our hair in a way that's going to provide the support that, that eat, the different hair types need. And you're right. I love this notion of what you're doing on a Monday and Thursday is going to be different. And that's the same for your hair and being able to be discerning and say, this is our product. This is what we're sticking with. And this is what we stand behind. And how has that, what are, what are your thoughts in terms of retail? Um, because we talked a bit about B2B and I know some of our founders are really choosing to focus on B2B in terms of revenue growth and profitability. So what does that look like for you in terms of your D2C business, retail business, and really thinking through the lens of distribution? Yeah, even with, you know, online sales, we're doing really well, I have to say, and we're really focusing on community. So that one-on-one, -on -one, you attend an event, you get product, or we're online. If you need product, purchase it online. Really gives a hands-off approach and allows us to, to, you know, be out there and be creative and connect with community even more. And then obviously the salons, um, that's where like our focus is. Um, when the pandemic Hit. And then when things opened up again, there was actually an opportunity. There was actually um, an opportunity where we were actually in a very high end 
location in downtown Toronto, a, a spa. And things were very uncertain and, you know, just kind of unbeknownst to us, we, you know, we didn't know or the, the owner didn't know just how things were, were going to pan out for them and their business. So we, we pulled it and it was fine because at, at first it's not something that I wanted to do, really having it at a space where we were uncertain or like I just wasn't really sure of how things were going to go. But I, I tried it. I went against my gut a little bit and then it didn't really pan out uh, the way that we wanted to. So we're really sticking firm with like just online, sticking with community and also B2B with salons. That's like where we're at. And we're just so happy with that. I love that. I, ah, girl, we just need you to coach in terms of how to, how to stay focused, right? And be in the moment of where your brand is now and what's serving you and what's serving your consumer. And sometimes we get so caught up that we lose sight of our focus and we lose sight of our business goals. And when we can double down and drill down and, and also have the courage to do what's right for our brands and not what we see in the market or what we see our peers doing, because sometimes some of the push and pull just comes from what others are doing. And you've really centered and aligned. We are focused on, like I said, that word community. That is the forefront. That is what is important. That is what I do not want to ever get overshadowed as to why we even started the business in the first place. The product is something tangible that you can hold, but the experience that you will get with us will be life-changing. And that is what we want people to feel when they think of thick leave-in. Wow. Oh, okay, girl. All right. That's what we're going to fill. Um, so we have three statements. This is something that, that we've been doing at the end, which I absolutely love. So I'm going to ask you three things. Rapid fire. Tell me the first thing that comes to mind. No right, wrong answers. So here we go. The most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur is servicing the community. Yes, I love it. My go-to inspiration is my grandmother. Oh, I love that. We um, I was at a dinner and we had to shout out our day ones. And it was amazing to think about who your day one is and that for most of us, it's our moms, our dads, our grandparents. So I love that. My go-to inspiration is my grandparents. Okay. The benefit of having one skew has been. It's consistent. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. And I might add one skew that is multi-use. So what your one SKU can do is what someone's five SKU <laughs> product line can do. So it's consistent and impactful. Absolutely. <laughs> so I love this. So the most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur is servicing the community. Your go-to inspiration is your grandparent and the benefit of a low SKU company is consistency. So I love that. And Natasha, we always close out with one brand that you're excited about. So we are all going to support Thick Leave-In. But if there's another brand in our industry, another industry, this is my favorite part. So I get to learn about everything that's happening. Yes. Um, I would say, funny enough, 
and I love going there um, on a daily basis. I, I love all the work that Respin is doing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. I love the visuals. I absolutely love the visuals. Um, just, it always puts me in a good, like, feel good. I, I said, I'm, okay, I'm going to look and I'm going to see a glass with water, you know, just like dripping down. I'm going to get all my feels today with like a flower. I, you know, I love going there. Um, and it's just a really great place to see other brands and, and, and what they're doing. It's a great way to stay on top of things in one place. So love Respin. Wow. That's fantastic. Allie Rose is Torian. It's just, it's amazing. You just feel so good when you go and connects to so many different people. So that's a great one. Yes. We're like 80 something episodes and it's the first time. So that's fantastic. Thank you. So Natasha, I am so thankful to have had this conversation with you, your courage, your tenacity, your consistency, being such an inspiration of taking that leap, listening to your intuition and really moving forward through passion and supporting and servicing the community. And that's what we're all here to do. We're here to be of service. So thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Kendra. I had a wonderful time with you again. And every week we share an influencer that we're checking out. And thanks to Natasha, let's make sure that we support and follow Glow Good Foundation, the nonprofit organization with a global mission to give a smile. So Glow Good Foundation. And as always, we like to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is find and build your community. Community is everything. It comes in many forms. In order to push forward as entrepreneurs, as people, we have to have a support system and that comes in the form of community. And with that, follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode and we love to hear from you. Leave a five-star rating and review. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, associate producer Ariel Mancibo, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fishmar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a mean old line media production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.